And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we are back. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conaway, founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC. And I would be remiss if I did not tell you that today's episode sponsor is Universal Registered Agents. So many of our listeners at home, many of you, are probably thinking about starting a new business or expanding a current one. That's, that's kind of what we deal with as our bread and butter as far as audience. Well, if you are thinking about those things, then it's really important to get your business set up and maintained properly. Uh, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing to do if you don't have help. And so... We want to share with you that's exactly what the folks at Universal Registered Agents do. They are there to help you set up your LLC, your S Corp, your C Corp, your nonprofit. It's not a problem for them. They do it every day and they can take out the headache, make it so easy. Definitely want you to learn more about Universal Registered Agents. You can click a link in the show notes and get taken to their website, learn all about it. But please, friends, make sure that you set your business up well so that you save yourself time and headache in the future. Uh, to that point, and I am very, very excited to talk about today's guest. Uh, today's guest is an experty expert in setting up your business, doing it correctly, making sure you're in compliance, making sure that all your I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And I love talking to tacticians, people who can see a dream and then help you figure out how to get there. And I have to tell you that Kathy Hundley, president of the Incorporators Limited, is one of those individuals. Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time to, to be on the show today, to chat with us and to share your expertise. Well, thank you, Lauren, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, good. I love hearing it when guests are excited. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop right into it because I'm excited too. I'm going to ask you, Kathy, Kathy you know, the, the kind of basic softball question. Tell us about your journey. So um, I've lived in Delaware my whole life. I was born and raised here, went to the University of Delaware um, and then I started my career in a major credit card bank in the area. And okay. in the late eighties, I was in a car accident and following that I needed to hire an attorney to recover damages from the accident. And so I spent a lot of time working with his paralegal on preparing my case. Sure. And, and that sparked my interest in the law. So I decided to leave the credit card bank and I went back to school and got my paralegal certification. Um, and then I took a job with a small law firm and one of the partners of the firm owned an incorporating company called the Incorporators Limited. Gotcha. And honestly, Having lived here my entire life, I had no idea that Delaware was world-renowned as the corporate capital. 
Um, so, you know, I learned so much working for him in the company. And um, eventually he was ready to retire and wanted to sell the business. Um, and I thought, well, I should probably try to take my destiny into my own hands and buy it from him. So I made him an offer and he accepted it. So I bought the business, um, moved the whole operation to my home, uh, ran it out of my home for about 10 years, and then recently moved to an office outside of my home. And I have two employees now. Well, that, that is awesome. And I have to tell you, it, it one of my favorite things, like those redemption stories are one of my favorite things. Because think about it. This all started, this all got launched with an, an accident, mm-hmm. right? And I imagine that at the time you were, especially, you know, having to get attorneys involved, I imagine that you probably didn't love the fact that you had been in an accident. And so the fact that you were able to channel such a negative I'm sure stressful, difficult circumstance, but turn it into such a life changing. I mean, it completely altered the the course and the trajectory of your life. Like, how, how does that feel? Is that pretty, absolutely? Is that, does that it, feel it pretty cool? I feel like that must feel pretty cool. <laughs> it definitely did. I I would not have envisioned myself in the place that I am now back yeah. then. But I mean, but I mean, look at you now, you, like I said, you took a very negative circumstance and you turned it into not just a learning opportunity, but the chance to completely rewrite your story. And so, so I want to take a moment to honor that. Now, the next thing that I want to ask, I'm going to get very tactical with you because mm-hmm. we're, we're going to have a, we're, we have a lot of ground that we need to cover together today. Right. So talk to us about what the incorporators does. Okay, so we are mainly focused on Delaware entities. And what we do is we assist people in forming their LLC, their S Corp, nonprofit corporation in the state of Delaware. And then we also act as registered agent on their behalf. So we are a business service company. Yeah. So so kind of taking it to the 10,000 foot level, like there's a lot there's a lot of paperwork and red tape mm-hmm. and questions that, that you get asked when you want to form a company. And so mm-hmm. your job is to kind of guide people, like act as a, a Sherpa of sorts on, on that particular mountain and help people uh, figure out everything that they need to do in order to become an officially official registered business. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I love that. And one of the things that I want to ask you to do before before we delve into the nitty gritty of the whys and the hows and the whats, I want to ask you, do you have some horror stories that you can share with us? I really want to impart to our audience how important it is to make sure that you register your business properly and that you do it in a way that protects you, protects your assets, protects your business. Um, you know, that's what your life is all about. But I really want our listeners at home to to get that this is absolutely crucial. The way you form your business sets the tone of the life of your business the entire time you have it operating, right? Would you agree with that, Kathy? I would agree. I, I wouldn't say that I have a specific horror story, but I would say in general, um, some of the mistakes that I've seen are people who... Um, 
form the wrong type of entity. They may not be taking advice from their accountant ahead of time, you know, to determine, you know, the best entity type, or they may uh, form it with a name that they later regret, um, or a name that violates, a, you know, a trademark or, or a service mark for another company, and then they have to change their name. I mean, there are a lot of things like that that happen, but I will tell you that they're all pretty fixable, but you definitely want to do your research first before you um, actually form your company. And, um, you know, that would mean reaching out, like I said, to an accountant, to us, call us and ask us your questions and we will guide you. That's awesome. Well, so take us through, if you don't mind, and we don't have to, you know, do too much of a deep dive, but can you take us through the different kinds of business entities that you help people start? So as I mentioned, you have a corporation, which um, I think most people are familiar with a corporation and they have stock shareholders and a board of directors. It's very formal. Um, And a corporation, you know, files a separate tax return, that type of thing. Um, An S corporation is just a small business version of a general corporation. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I think the most popular and more recent entity type is an LLC, limited liability company. Um, They're less formal than a corporation. They have managers that run the company and the owners of the company are referred to as members. Um, And an LLC does not file a separate tax return. So they're a little easier to manage. Okay. I think they're nice for small businesses. And it just kind of like, I know that you can't give, you know, specific custom advice right. uh, on a podcast. That's impossible to, to do. So we're not going to hold you to any of this, but you know, what can you tell us about the different rules, regulations, and laws that are in place to help support and protect these different kinds of businesses? So like, for instance, an LLC, it's my understanding and please help me like, figure out how to say this in the the most professional, accurate way. But like LLC is one of the reasons that you form an LLC is to protect uh, your own assets and protect to, to protect yourself from liability. Um, you know, can you can you speak a little bit to that? Yes. And and all legal entities provide some level of protection to the owners, the uh actors within the company. Um, With an LLC, there is personal protection built in. In other words, you know, your personal assets are not a party to that entity. So if for some reason you end up in litigation, um, you know, you're, they're not going to be able to take your house, your car, that kind of thing. Um, and there's the same built in, there are protections for the members of the board, for corporations, um, as long as they are performing their duties, you know, within good faith. So um, that's why you want to put your business into a legal entity to separate it from your personal assets. Okay. All right. Well, and so again, you're kind of underscoring the fact that it's, it's just, 
vitally important that you pick the right business model, the right business registration uh, that, that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so talk to us. I'm very curious about this and I, and I will note that this is the episode title. <laughs> so, so we're going to get right into like the, the, the thick of it, but why do so many founders choose Delaware to incorporate their business in, even if they don't live in Delaware? Why, what is mm-hmm. the, the benefit to that? So there are a number of reasons. And I think the reasons vary depending on the corporation or entity, the size of it. Um, I would say for most small to medium-sized businesses, Delaware is very attractive because it's very quick and easy to start your business. It's The startup costs are quite low. Um, you, de- you never have to file a Delaware return or pay tax to Delaware, a state income tax. There is a flat franchise tax that every entity pays to the state of Delaware to manage their charter every year. But um, it's for an LLC, it's about 300 for corporations. Most small, medium sized corporations are only paying 175. So it's a a nominal fee. Um, And I think for the the thing that's unique about Delaware for small to medium-sized businesses is that the division of corporations, it's a government agency, and we all have dealt with government agencies and felt that pain, but the division of corporations operates as a customer service company, okay. um, and they partner with companies like the incorporators and universal registered agents. Um, and we have a contract with them where we can actually prepare and submit filings to them directly. Um, and we work right in the, their corporate information system. And it's a, um, a collaborative partnership between the division of corporations and the commercial registered agents. And that allows us to you know, perform multitudes, volumes of filings um, with, you know, quickly, you know, keeping the costs low and those kind of things. And I think that's very attractive to the small and medium-sized business. Okay. Um, I would say for the Fortune 500, it's the Delaware Court of Chancery is the big draw because... I'm so excited that you just brought that up because that was literally that was literally on my note 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 uh, post-it note as my next question. Mm-hmm. What is the Delaware Court of Chancery? Because I came across like we, when we were doing research for the show, we came across this phrase and I was just like, huh? Oh, I'm gonna want to ask about that. So so talk to us. What is it? So Delaware is very unique in that it's one of the only states, and maybe the only state that actually has a dedicated business court and it's called Ah. the court of chancery and it dates back to the 1700s oh my gosh and it's always been their focus has always been on equity law which is business corporate transactional law okay Um, and so if you find yourself in litigation in delaware with your company um you have this dedicated court that has a long-standing body of precedent of law behind it the it's it's 
there are only five judges and they all come from, you know, the business litigation background and they're um, chosen by their peers. They're selected to be on this court based on merit. And um, so the big companies, Fortune 500 companies, like the fact that this court and the body of law behind it is very stable. It's very predictable. And it's also very flexible. You know, you think about, you know, over the last couple of years or the last decade, I guess, with the internet, you know, that changes the way we do business. So, uh, you know, that body of law has to be flexible to say, okay, well, now we need to see if, you know, people can have board meetings on Zoom or, you know, yeah. can, can they share uh, shareholder information by email? So right. um, the, the, the law council and the court is, is very flexible, very open. And, and it gets things done quicker too, because you're not bogged down in civil court or what have you. Sure. That is super cool. So, so it's almost as though you have a, a team of advocates kind of working for the business community exactly. on business's behalf. I uh, know. I I love that. I can really see why it might be attractive to incorporate in Delaware. Mm -hmm. uh, that was super cool. And so you said that it was the only uh, state in the country that you're aware of that does this. Do you see any? Do you see any states maybe in the future adopting this model? Because I, it's clearly been very successful in well, Delaware. I, I do think that there are other states that you know. I, I will say almost all of the states model their own state corporate law after Delaware. Okay. Um, as far as with the court system, again, I'm not positive that they don't all do it, but if they, if there, there would probably only be one or two that actually do that. Sure. If they have their own dedicated court, but um, the Chancery Court of Delaware is renowned around the world. That is awesome. I, I love the phrase renowned around the world. That is super cool. Uh, well, so so do you think like there there's that, you know, the, the Court of Chancery, there mm -hmm. are, you know, these kind of business friendly laws, rules, regulations. Um, I understand Delaware has a pretty generous uh, business taxation uh, setup. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, as I mentioned, if you are incorporated in Delaware, but you're not doing business in Delaware, you don't pay a, um, you don't have to file a Delaware corporate income tax return. Um, mm -hmm. You just pay a flat tax to the division of corporations for, you know, maintaining your charter every year. So it's an annual fee for LLCs. Currently it's 300 for corporations. It can be as, as low as 175. Um, and um, we also don't have sales tax. I don't know that that really benefits corporations and, and sure. entities in, that are formed here, but it definitely benefits the residents of Delaware. Yeah, certainly can't hurt, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I do have to ask you, and I'm, I'm actually really, really excited to ask you this, but you, you had mentioned that Universal Registered Agents, uh, they're, they're a partner of yours. Can you talk mm -hmm. to us a little bit about your partnership? Yeah, so we entered into a partnership about two years ago. It's been great. Um, as I mentioned, the Incorporators Limited focuses 
on Delaware mainly. So we do all of our services, uh, filings in Delaware and, you know, registered agent services in Delaware. Yeah. But um, Universal Registered Agents actually has set up a network across the country so that they are able to provide services to companies in all 50 states. So the exciting thing for the incorporators for my company is that, um, you know, we have businesses that are registered in Delaware, but they may need to register in another state for whatever reason, if they're doing a project there or hiring someone in another state. So now I'm able to pull from those resources and get that registration done for them through universal registered agents and, you know, keep the, this client under this umbrella of the partnership so that, you know, as you mentioned, compliance, you know, nothing gets missed. Yeah. Well, that, that is pretty awesome. Um, and I, I'm super excited to hear that because folks, as you, as you may remember from like, 20 minutes ago. Uh, Universal Registered Agents, they are this episode's sponsor. Uh, they're, they're a company that understands that setting up a new business and, and keeping compliant, it isn't always the easiest, particularly if you're you know a new entrepreneur, you don't understand all of the nuance, all of the laws, everything that's in place. It's really important to have an expert to help you along the way. And that is exactly what you're going to find when you visit universalregisteredagents.com. Uh, they can help you with all of your business setup and maintenance needs. They can help you set up an LLC, a corporation, a nonprofit, wherever you are located and help you find the solutions that work best for you. In addition to helping you create the right kind of entity, UniversalRegisteredAgents.com. They can also help you with registered agent services. They've got a wide variety of corporate services. They can help the needs of independent directors and startup founders. I mean, if you are looking to, to register your business, no matter which way you do it, Universal Registered Agents can be there to help you through it. So thank you for sharing that so much. I, I, I love that you were able to share uh, that kind of personalized piece of the story, hun, Kathy, as someone mm-hmm. who has worked with them. Uh, that is awesome. And yeah. we're super psyched to have them as an episode sponsor. Uh, folks, just a reminder, we are here with Kathy Hundley, president of the Incorporators Limited. And we're talking about business registration and compliance and governance and all of those things that seem really scary to new entrepreneurs. We're talking about ways to make that process easier. We're talking about Delaware, which I have to tell you, is it is Delaware our, our, like our second smallest state? Is that, it is. Yes. Yeah, Rhode Island then De- Rhode Delaware. Island is smaller, but we are the first state. Yeah. We are the first state to ratify the constitution. Amazing. <laughs> um yeah, and um just speaking of, you know, in terms of of size, I will tell you that we have about a million people is the population of Delaware. Okay. Um and in contrast, Delaware services about 1.8 million corporate and LLC entities. So so for a relatively small geographic area, Delaware packs a lot of punch and specifically a lot of business punch, huh? Right. Yeah. I I love that. You know, it's small but mighty. I think that that's right. how I'm going to think of Delaware in my head from here on out. And everybody, somebody says Delaware, I'm just going to be like, ah, small but mighty. Yes. Uh, no, I, I, I love that. 
So I, I'm going to ask you for a little bit of insight. And if you don't know the answer to that que this question, that is totally fine. I'm just going to give it a shot. But do you do you know why Delaware has has implemented so many policies, procedures, laws um, that that are supportive to business? Well, as I mentioned, the Chancery Court was something that, you know, has been in existence since the 1700s, and it was always this equity court. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, you know, I don't know that, that even back then or going forward that they knew that how much of a impact that would have in the corporate industry going forward, yeah. but it slowly built over time that companies that were forming, um, you know, had this, this understanding that they could, uh, kind of predict the outcome of litigation, that the the laws were very stable. So um, it, it just became something that Delaware had a reputation for. Um, and then, as I mentioned, I think the state government did um, a great job in casting the division of corporations as a customer service type of company, as opposed to you know, a, a, a state agency that you normally think of with all the red tape and everything um, and entering into this partnership with commercial registered agents so that they can handle the volumes of work that they're getting. Um, and, you know, they uh, continuously strive for um, quality improvement. Um, they're wonderful about um, asking for feedback you know, they want surveys and all of that. And they and they make changes, you know, based on their that feedback. Well, I, I love that. And I love again this small but mighty state. They're they're setting precedents mm -hmm. around around the country, like how we can operate in transparent and uh, helpful ways to our business community. So so good on you, Delaware. Well done. Uh now I, I want to ask you this guy. This is this is my favorite 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 part of my episodes of the show, uh, and I am going to ask you. I know that you are a a first and foremost you're you're a, a guide and you're a helper, um, but I'm going to ask you to give give a little bit of it away right now, and I'm going to say what. Tell us some best practices. So, so we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening at home, and some of them may be thinking about starting a new entity or starting their first entity. Uh, and, and I'm curious, what are some best practices that the entrepreneurs listening at home could implement tomorrow to make their, their, the process of starting a new business, maintaining their business, uh, starting a new, I don't know, a subsidiary or what have you, what are some best practices that you should keep in mind to make those processes easier? So, I mean, I think the first one would be that you want to have a network around you, a network of support of experts. So for sure, you know, you've got your incorporating company registered agent, um, and, and they are going to help you with certain compliance. You want to have an accountant that understands your business and your goals and that can help you determine what's the best entity type for me and how is that going to impact me, my personal taxes and the business taxes. Um, I think that, you know, 
going forward from that point, you, you know, there are things that, for example, make sure that you're, you're protecting your, excuse me, your company documents. Once you have those filings, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people will call me years later and say that they lost their documents. So yeah, it happens, you know, companies move offices and that kind of thing. So protect your documents. Um, I think the other thing is you want to have somebody always have somebody who is in, you know, their job is to handle your compliance so that you're meeting these filing deadlines. If you have to pay your tax in Delaware, or if you need to file an annual statement in the state where you're registered or, um, you know, renew your business license, have a person that's responsible for that. And if that person leaves, then, you know, that those functions need to go to someone else because, um, if you don't maintain your compliance, that's when you can get into trouble with, you know, losing your charter. And although, you know, there's a remedy for that as well, it can be very costly. It can be very time consuming. So those are the things I would say, um, you know, from to the be beginning, most impactful. Yeah. yeah, add those well, things to your to-do list. Well, and it sounds like, I mean, it, like you mentioned it before and you just said it again, like you can fix these things, mm-hmm. but it's going to, it's going to take more time. It's going to make, take more effort. It's going to take more money. Nobody wants that. And so That's really right. what you want to do is make sure that you have your ducks all in a row on the front end, right? That's right. You definitely want that. And if you do run into a problem like that, then you do want to reach out to somebody like the incorporators or universal registered agents, because we are experts in that area and we can help you fix those things. But we would rather you be focused on your business. Yes. And anything that can help an entrepreneur focus on what they do best is a good thing. One of the things right. that we talk about a lot around entrepreneurial circles is the fact that, you know, often startup founders, we are expected to be experts in everything. Like right. we have to know about marketing and sales and product development and client retention and, you know, all accounting, all of the things that go into making a business, make, making it successful, make it, keeping it sustainable. Um, you know, nobody knows all of that. That's and so right. being able to, to tap experts, people who have made it their life's work to, to help with those, those items, it's so key and so crucial. So thank you so much for, for being such a great resource for the business community. I mean, mm-hmm. I, know that, I know that you get paid for it, but it's got to be a calling because it can't be easy. <laughs> So let me, all right, let, I, I'm going to get personal for a minute and I hope you will, you will allow me uh, to do so. But I want to ask you, Kathy, what speaks to you about, about your work and about helping these businesses get started and get started the right way? Why is it important to you? Well, I truly enjoyed speaking with all of my clients. Um, you know, they come from all over the world. They have completely different backgrounds. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned, you know, when you start your own business, you are expected to be an expert in everything, but you can't possibly. So, right. um, you know, you're I am yourself up for failure. If you think you're right. gonna, if you're going to know everything about everything when it comes to starting a business, that's right. So I enjoy um, speaking with all of my customers and I have, 
years long relationships with many of them. I get to know them. I know their about their families and what type of um, businesses that they're they're running or what new ideas they have and that kind of thing. And they call me and ask for my advice and I love to help them along that process. So um, I think, you know, that's, that would be the thing I enjoy the most, you know, there's the part of my job that's filing documents and that kind of thing. Um, and I'm happy to do that. But the part that I love is interacting with all of the, my customers and, you know, hearing about all the different businesses that they're, they're everything from, you know, a candle company to a car dealership to consulting firms, you know, the, the, it just runs the gamut. Yeah. Well, that, that is awesome. And I'm just, I'm very glad and I'm going to thank you on behalf of the entrepreneurs listening at home for, for the work that you do, uh, for the work that the incorporators limited does the work that, uh, universal registered agents does, you know, those, those people who make it easier to be an entrepreneur, our, our hats are always off to them. We salute them. Uh, and, and we salute you. So thank thank you. you. Thank you, Kathy. We see you. We appreciate you. Uh, speaking of appreciating you, can you, can you talk to us about, I don't know, some, some customers, you don't have to name names or anything like that, but like some success stories. Do you have any in your back pocket? I'm sure you do. Cause you work with people from all over the world. Um, I mean, we do have, I guess if you're talking about, um, we do have a couple clients who are rather famous, uh, uh, <laughs> All right. I can't really name names, but a very a, a, a few actors, um, a few uh, musical artists, that type of thing. Um, so, okay. Well, I, I, I mean, really, it's just those success stories. You know, you you were able to to work with individuals. You took. You took the time to help them get their business entity started right. And famous or not, you know, just love <laughs> the fact that that is, that is what you do. Uh, what do you see as the future of, of um, the Incorporators Limited? What, what, are you, what are you hoping to see as far as growth or, you know, five years down the line, where do you want to be? Um, well, I think that, you know, for the last couple of years. And once we entered into this partnership with universal registered agents, it's been an exciting time. We've, we've had a lot of growth um, and we have uh, provided resources to each other back and forth. Um, so, you know, I, I hope to see that growth continue. Um, I'm excited that now that through that partnership, I can expand my services out of the state of Delaware. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm hoping that five years from now, we'll see just more continued growth. And I do know that um, I've seen, I think since the pandemic, um, almost an explosion in entrepreneurship because of people, you know, maybe sp having more time at home, um, so they're working on their side hustle or they're, you know, honing their skills for whatever type of talents they have and turning those into businesses. And it, it's definitely, um, impacted the, uh, the, the corporate world. Um, and I think, uh, 
I don't see that that's going to slow down anytime soon. I think a lot of people have decided to leave the traditional workforce to do, you know, what they want to do. For sure. I mean, I, I do feel, you know, like the pandemic and the social unrest and all of the, you know, even a, like a potential impending war, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have all of these societal pressures that have been cast upon us over the course of the past few years. And so I feel like exactly what you said, like people doing what they want to do rather than what they have always done has become this really, uh, it's become a movement really. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about the great resignation and we talk about the fact that, you know, people are, are no longer standing. So, so I, I, I firmly agree with you. Like one of the things that people want to do, they want to work for themselves. They want to, you know, create their own businesses and solve their own problems and create their own products and share them with the world. And so, so I love that that you said that because I, you know, it, it's not going away anytime soon. I don't see it going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, the fact that you and the Incorporators Limited, like, you're uniquely positioned to help people realize that dream uh, and, and be a step on that that journey. I actually remember. Um, the first day I got Innovators uh, articles of incorporation back where I was just like, oh man, <laughs> you know, this is, this is really real. I remember yeah. like, looking <laughs> at that document and I'm just like, oh, now I actually, ha- I have to do something with it because this is, it's officially official, mm-hmm. you know, and that feeling that you give your, your clients and customers, like it, it really can't be beat. This is mine. And this is something that I believe in. And this is something that I really want to do. So, so that is it's super cool. Um, I just love it. All right. Now I, I'm going to ask you, I have the human question for you and I will like full disclosure listeners. I did tell Kathy what her human question was going to be. Uh, and because we, we were kind of, we were talking around it and then I was like, well, why don't I just ask you this? So my question to you, Kathy, it is no surprise to you, but our listeners, uh, hopefully they are interested to hear if you had to choose your last meal, what would that last meal be? So I am definitely a surf and turf kind of person. Okay. So I'm I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to start with some raw oysters on the half shell. Nice. And then. Have a particular way that you like to make those out, like the lemon juice, the cocktail so sauce. I do love a little bit of cocktail sauce, a squeeze of lemon, and then just, you know, down the hatch. Okay. And then, yeah, you just throw it back. All right. right. So simple. All right. So some, and, some simple oysters on the hash shell. Yeah. And then right. I would move on to, I like a porterhouse and I like my steak very rare. Oh, you are, you are speaking my language. <laughs> I, I dig that. And then, right, you know, so porterhouse. Yeah. I'm probably with a side of, um, I'm more into vegetables, so not a okay. starch. So I'd probably do like asparagus or Brussels sprouts, something like that on the nice. side. How how have you been enjoying this renaissance that Brussels sprouts are? are, are I love it. I, I have loved it. Like, I know so many people who are like, I hate Brussels sprouts. I'm like, what are you talking about? So now right. being able to actually find them on a menu and have them because so my, my husband doesn't like them at all. So I never cook them. And so going out to a restaurant and seeing like Brussels sprouts roasted with bacon and like whatever, I'm just like, yes, let's do that. But Uh, see, that's the key because growing up, our parents always boiled them and they are not good. They're not great boils. So you have to roast them. 
Yeah, and you have to, like, you got to throw some butter on there. Like, this is not the, this is, I wouldn't say that the way that I enjoy Brussels sprouts, it's not the healthiest way, although I'm sure you're probably getting vitamins in there and stuff like that, but I'm just like, throw some butter on them. Let's throw uh-huh. on some bacon, you know? Like, definitely removing all of the, the potential health benefits, but they just <laughs> taste so good. <laughs> well, I love that. And I am I am so glad that you you have taken the time to to chat with us, Kathy. This has been really great. You've actually you've opened I you opened my eyes to the power of Delaware. And so now I I, th- I feel like I'm gonna become a Delaware advocate. Great. Here in Kansas City where I am. I'm just gonna be like, hey, have you heard about Delaware? Because it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so just know that that's coming. But I, I do just want to thank you for taking the time to to be with us today and to share your experiences and your wisdom. Well, thank you. I enjoyed it so much. And I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Uh, You know, speaking of appreciation, one of the things that we do really appreciate, Startup Hustle, we appreciate our episode sponsors. Uh, Once again, a big thank you to today's episode sponsor, Universal Registered Agents. They're going to help you set up your new business and maintain all aspects of business compliance. Their goal is to make your job easier so you can focus on what you do best, which is running your business. So definitely connect with them. We put a link in the show notes. Check them out. Uh, also want to add, uh, I don't know if you, do you know what NFTs are, Kathy? Do you, do you understand the whole NFT thing? It's okay if you don't. I don't really either. <laughs> I, I've heard of it, but I, I actually can't think of what that means right now. Well, and- I know, and I know, Kathy, I know so many people who are in our boat. Like it's one of, we've heard of it. I kind of have a vague understanding. Well, just so you know, Matt DeCourcy has embarked on a 10 episode series on NFTs. Um, you can find them on Startup Hustle, wherever you find your podcast consumables. Uh, but he is breaking it down. He's telling us what NF- NFTs are, how to use them, um, you know, all of those things that are just kind of giant question marks for so many. So definitely check out the NFT series on Startup Hustle. And friends, once again, I, I say this every show because I mean it every show. We are so grateful that you take the time to listen to us. You you have a lot, there are a lot of podcasts out there and yet you all listen to Startup Hustle time and time again. We are very grateful for you, our listeners. Without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will catch you on the flip side. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.